Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, keep working. Um, keep working. With, with continuity, it raises your floor. When you raise your floor and you minimize negativity, you increase the, the potential for, for positivity. And so um, sometimes the changes that need to occur aren't significant ones. They're just continuing to work and understanding that that the dam is going to break in terms of those opportunities happen. I know staying on schedule and not being behind the chains is a is a component of that as well. Oh, yeah, that's Mike Tomlin at the press conference yesterday laying it out. That's where he's at, and he's made his determination. And, you know, I got to tell you this, Max. Chuck Knoll was absolutely the same. He was the same like-minded. Look, you know, you talk about – raising the floor, meaning all parts are, you know, floating, right? You're getting everybody going upward, and you keep working at it and working at it. It's not the big changes. It's the day-to-day replication of of getting the job done that really matters. And I'll give you back my rookie year, we played Cleveland at Three Rivers Stadium, and it was towards the end of the game we were on the two-yard line, and we ran sprint right pick. Okay, that was Chuck's. It was it was it was it was more of a high level offensive play uh, then than it is today. But it certainly it Chuck felt it was unstoppable if you ran it right. You got Swan, you got Stallworth. You know, you the combo coverages couldn't handle that back in the day, right? So you run sprint right pick, and it had to be sprint right pick because. Well, actually, you know, back then it was picking was okay because actually now today it'd be sprint right rub because you couldn't call it a pick. Yeah. All right. But the fact was we ran it three times in a row. Max, I kid you not. I was in in in, in the offense, right? Sprint right pick. Uh, incomplete. We go back to the huddle. Bradshaw gets there. He looks over, sees uh, Chuck signaling the play. Sprint right pick again. You got to be kidding me. We're belly aching in the huddle, right? He says, fellas, we got yeah. boom. We run it incomplete again. Now we go back to the huddle. He looks over. Chuck is signaling sprint right pick. 
He didn't even go sprint left pick, right? I mean, he's going sprint right pick. Bradshaw calls timeout. He goes over. He talks to he talks to Chuck. Chuck, you can see Chuck mouthing the words, run it, <laughs> you know, from where we're at. When he comes <laughs> oh, back to the huddle and he shakes his head and said, fellas, we better get it because he's going he's gonna to make us run it until we get it. <laughs> we go over there and we got one of the – I forgot who it was. One of the guys from the Cleveland defense yelling, sprint right back. And would you know it, we ran it again and scored, won the game. It was unbelievable. But the point I'm making in this is – Guys like Mike Tomlin, guys like Chuck Knoll, they take counsel of them of their own selves. They believe in what they believe. Chuck believes sprint right pick was basically, if you ran it correctly, it was indefensible. You just couldn't defend it, all right, that it's going to pop sooner or later. And he was proven right. But the thing about it is you've got to have that sort of determination if you're going to stand up and say this is how, the way we're going. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and that, that's that's the thing is it's about it's about having that gusto about it. I mean, and there's something too I get when a coach gets fixated, right? Like he gets locked in, he gets dialed in. Like we're just gonna do this, right? And you, you're like, yeah, you're like, I, I don't, don't want to do it again, coach. <laughs> no, no, I, I know <laughs> that voice. I know yeah. that voice. Uh, 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 no, uh, it, this isn't good. This isn't good. This is It's not good. <laughs> I mean, but every time the coach is like, no, 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 I'm telling you, tell you, it's going to work still. It, really, really, no. no I, I, I dreamt about this last night. I had a long, had a long one, and I didn't have coffee before bed. You know I like to have coffee before bed. I didn't have coffee before bed when I had this dream. <laughs> you're, you know, like, you're like, you're ah. like, Oh, my heavens. I mean, that sounds so – it's so similar, you know, to what we've heard over the years. When you play with a coach and you have the – you are blessed with the great fortune to play with, with for me, a Hall of Famer for you, uh, uh, going to be a Hall of Famer at some point. Well, and, and a Hall one, of Famer. And a Hall yeah. of Famer. Yeah. I, let's not forget that could happen. You know, that's because you're overlapping. You know, most yeah, guys – I know. It seems like most Steelers don't overlap coaches in their career. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, the, I was an overlapper. But yeah, but and that was the one who, who, who you're sitting there, you're like, oh, God, not again. Yes. It, it was it was Cower and Wizenhunt. I, I was like, oh, come on. There is another play in the playbook. There is. I mean, <laughs> I've seen them because I had to study them. <laughs> I know we have other plays. I know there's another one in there. <laughs> we just don't have H43. We only have an H42. We do not have an H43. That's the only thing I do know. Because Big Red couldn't but, run it, right? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Red Red was absolute. It was a mutiny. It was a mutiny if we called that play. It's the only thing that man couldn't do. <laughs> so maybe had he called that play, we wouldn't have ran it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should have done. We should have yeah. done. Just run it once. Uh, oh, he's done. Yeah. All right. All right. So no repeating. No repetitions. Okay. Got it. But you know that's what it is. You know, the thing about it is really Chuck believed in his own counsel. He trusted himself. He knew what he knew, and he always believed to the point of he he simply would say, "Listen, they may know it's coming," and they did because they were calling out the play ahead of time. But the question is, can you stop us? He put it on the players. I mean, again, this is the point in time where, you know, there comes a point in time where you quit your belly aching and, and everything about it, and you put your shoulder to the harness and you start pushing. You know what I mean? They're pulling, whatever. 
You know what I mean? You start yeah. just moving forward and stay with it and grind. Because obviously right now, Mike Tomlin's mind, this is the offense that we're going to run. We're going to keep cranking with the defense, turning things up. But offensively speaking, you know, as far as any big changes, there's not going to be any big changes. The big change came in week four when you had Kenny Pickett go in. Now it's about, okay, fall in line, let's go. Let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's what it is, right? I mean, there, there's no other magic bullet, no magic um, fix-all thing that can be done. It just comes down to continual effort and execution. And the more that you can replicate that along the way, the the faster you will get towards having cohesion and success. But it's just it's a concentrated effort, it's consummate, and it's unyielding. That's that's the mentality you have to have because that's what breaks through the the, the newness of it all, right? Right. Because it's a lot of new pieces that you're trying to mold together. You're trying to get first-year pieces to play like they've been together three years. And we know the only thing that does that is time, just like an offensive line, right? These right. are all brand-new guys playing next to each other. And you can't speed the process. The process is not is not something that's just going to come overnight. Just because you put five people together doesn't mean they're all going to be great roommates at the beginning, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, we all <laughs> hey, all of us that went to college know that freshman year you step in the room and you got a roommate that you didn't pick. Right. I mean, it, it's a feeling out period. No matter <laughs> no matter if you met each other, you know, a week ago, a month before, or you were on a recruiting visit together. Or open, you know, a parents' weekend. You came down and visited. Um, the first time you get in there, it's not like everything's going to be roses. Like you can find connections, but there's always going to be friction amongst roommates. Hey, bro, man, you know where the hamper is, man. Just put, try and get your clothes somewhat near the hamper, <laughs> right? Put, you know, go wash the dish in, in the commons area. Don't put it in the fridge and let mold attract in in the refrigerator. You know, it's just like little things are going to happen along the way. You know, I can quote Hoopy. <laughs> Hoopy came to my apartment one time. I had two. I, we had, uh, you know, three of us uh, uh, teammates were rooming together. And she went to the bathroom. She came out. I heard her say to my dad, oh, my, I think they must think it's a success if they hit anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine petite little Hoopy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know oh, that gosh. bathroom is that is oh. no 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 that's terrible. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Now, mom, 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 we 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 got a common one that that the janitor actually monitors. He has to sign the clipboard. You can see it on the back of the door, so we know it's clean. I can't say the same for ours. <laughs> she was horrified. Just horrified. Yeah, exactly. Hazmat crew. Hazmat crew. Oh, man, I'm sweating from laughing so much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah. you know, oh, here, here's the thing about it, Max. You know, they say pressure bursts pipes, you know, but it also works for you in the sense – if you keep polishing it and keep working at your craft and the offense and the particulars and the, all the little things that go on, the nuances that we don't know. Here's the thing about it. How much does, how much freedom does Kenny have to, to audible, right? Or what, how much does he have all the hot reads available and everything else? Those are the things we don't know. 
You know what I mean? You, we, we can guess, we can look, we can, you know, but it's not like we, we, we don't know for sure just how much of whatever, you know, and it's those things that you just keep working at and working at and working at, and there is pressure there, and certainly it's like it's like cracking a rock in the running game. I always believed in, in the ability of just keep pounding away, and sooner or later it cracks and things start to flood and move, and they fill in where they're supposed to fill in just from the pressure of everybody working together. Oh, absolutely, right? You know, if, if, if you continually do something, right, it's going to create a groove, you know. Yes. You talked about the hammer, you know, on, on a dam, right? Right. But if you drip water in the same spot on a rock long enough, guess what it does? <laughs> yeah, it gets it a little burrows smooth. A hole. Yeah. It gets a little smooth and it burrows a hole yep. from the contact point. And, I mean, that's the same thing. Like you, the, but what, what, what is all of that? Um, of both of those examples, Wolf, time. Yeah, yeah, Repeated that's a good point. Effort. You stumped me there Repeated for a moment. I, I was just okay, I know. Yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. What's this, what's, I know. Well, it's, it's both water examples. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was just, but you know what? It, it was like I was like it was a brief second because I was like I know Wolf's not going to get this. I, I know it. he's not going to go where I'm going. I know he's not knowing where I'm going. <laughs> so I'm like, going. let me just go ahead. <laughs> I but love time. I love when you don't. We don't have a pre-production meeting. We what do we do? I don't know. We just follow. <laughs> he's not yeah, following. Just, he's not no. getting it. He, he's not going to get it. So we're just. I'm just going to lead him. I'm just going to lead him <laughs> along the way. But but I mean I think that's kind of how how it is. It's time is time is the recurring theme, recurring element. If you want to be good at anything, you must put time into it. If you want to. If you want to gain a bond in a relationship with someone, time, effort are all the recurring themes, and that's what the Steeler team has to get under its belt. Time and effort and consistent effort and time as well. And that's what continually makes them get better and better. You know, that's why, you know, it isn't a blowout. It isn't, you know, but we're coming up short. Or you do have those moments and you do get it going. All three phases, when they get together, we know what can happen. A victory can brew. And we just didn't have those splashes Sunday night in Miami, and we came up short on both ends, right? Right. Interceptions, touchdowns. I mean, those were those were the two things. Um, but we saw a lot of good in that game. That game was excellent from the se- aspect that the defense – Pitched a shutout in the second half. Yes, right? absolutely. With those, with, with those manimals out there yep. at, at the receiving at receiving core, um, you know, and then offensively, able to drive, and then now we just need to finish in the red zone. There you go. Right, we got real momentum to where it's not just a three and out. You know, we're, we're putting drives together. Third downs are getting converted along the way, but now it just needs to lead to points. So you see those elements happening. It's just they're not. It's not the complete version of it, right? It's, we don't see the full picture. We got 500 pieces of a 550-piece puzzle done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's I like, never like, did ah. those puzzles because it just, it just didn't work for me. You know? Yeah, you, what, you, I like those, like, four, five, four to six, you know, puzzle pieces. You know, the really large ones. Those are, you, those are much you mean, easier. You mean, the, you mean the toddler ones? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You had to go there, didn't you? You just had to. I was, I was just asking. I'm, just... Like, I'm like a six-piece puzzle. I'm like, is this a Happy Meal toy? I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I happen to like Happy Meals. Come on. Where hey, else listen, can you get listen, happier than McDonald's, right? 
Well, listen, listen. I enjoy meals. They make me happy. Yeah. But when you have to put the happy before the meal, it's like you're, you're telling me how I should feel right now as opposed to letting me discover my own emotions on this Boy, are we getting deep early, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. We, we, have, we have gone way down the rabbit hole this early. But you know what? It's okay because it's our opening monologue, Wolf. I mean, this is what we do. In the opening segment, we kind we kind we kind of go a little bit. Wait, we just wait till Oak Island comes. Oh, oh, that day, oh! By that the day way, after I was redress. watching the, I was watching the top ten as they prepare because November fifteenth, Oak Island stops. But you just just made me think of something that I got I got to bring up. I'm done talking okay. about pythons. I saw okay. I saw a report okay, in the yeah. news over in Indonesia, yeah. a villager was killed by a python. This thing was a reticulated python that was 22 feet. Oh, oh heck no. Are you kidding uh-uh. me? They they have found a reticulated python that was 28 feet long, 320 pounds. Are you kidding me? See? See? No. Oh. See? No. Uh-uh. No, see, no. see th- th- this is the problem. This is why if an animal is doing what it's doing, guess what? I'm not going to see to, to stare at the animal. I'm walking. I'm walking and minding my own business. Obviously, not with my back turned, but <laughs> I'm. I'm not even close to that thing, man. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not trying to figure out what. It, I'm not trying to figure out if it's a reticulating python or an articulating par- python or a pontificating python. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care which breed or species it is. I see snake. I go away from snake. That's just that's just how it is. I don't even care if it's a grass snake or. Uh, a racer or whatever other brand garter of snake non- doesn't matter. No garter. I know. No, a- a- absolutely not. No, I-, I am. I am. I am completely averse to any type of snake species. If it slithers, I will wither. So I ru- I go away from that. I'm You're not even. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't even know it. No. Uh, <laughs> Think about no, that I mean, though. Twenty eight feet long. Are you kidding me? No. That's nightmarish. Listen, after he comes out at six feet and you don't see a tail, run. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, there's there's nothing to be gained by waiting. Like, and also, who measured him? Did they measure him alive or is this after they killed him? Well, right. Did the, you cut his head off? I would think, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, I'm like I'm chopping them up and then we'll we'll, pu- we'll push them back together. You know, like <laughs> like when you like we have the pizza, all the slices. Like oh. We didn't get a picture of it full. Okay, well, everybody just put your piece back in, smush it back together, make it look normal, take the picture, and then now take your pieces again. Like, that's what I would have done. I'm like, I want to make sure it's gone because I don't even I don't even want a whiplash, right? A 28-foot snake, I don't want, his, I don't, no. I don't want, a, I don't want a, like a tail whip from it, and especially at 300-plus pounds. Like, that, uh, that, that hurts because that's a muscular 320. Oh, that is there's a muscular no fat. 320. There's no, no. There, there, hey, there's no fat on a snake. You don't hear about, oh, this snake's overweight. No. It's like that's just a big snake. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you hear. Uh, yeah, no. I don't want that. All right, all right. You all right. Know what? We're, we going to go. We're going to break. We're going to break. We're going to break. Yeah, we're going to break. I'm have nightmares. I know it. I know. I'm gonna have a nightmare now. Um, but when we come back, Wolf, I do want to uh, uh, look at look at the injury report. Okay. See how see where we're doing on that. Let's hear from Coach Tomlin and what he had to say about that. Um, also. Want to make sure everybody knows it's Wednesday. It's an in-between day. But all of our podcasts and shows are online available for your listening pleasure. 
Go to the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get podcasts. And you can tune into shows like ours in the locker room. The Standard with Tom and Jacob. Also, the Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes. Also, the Godfather of Pittsburgh. He released one yesterday and one's coming tomorrow. So we're right in that in-between day that if you have not caught up, you can go download yesterday's in anticipation for tomorrow's. Um, you could do all of that as well as be prepared for Bob Labriola and, and Coach Tom on their game day podcast as well, which gets released every game day um, before the games start. Um, with that, that's it. We're in the locker room. We'll be back in a moment here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. From a health standpoint, um, Levi Wallace is being evaluated for his shoulder. Um, His availability is in question. Um, Josh Jackson has got it growing. Um, I don't know that his availability is in question, but it may affect his participation at the early portions of the week. Um, some guys that, that that are on IR, like like T.J. Watt and, and, and Calvin, I got no update. Um, as I sit here today, their, their inclusion this week is highly unlikely. And so did. Well, there it is. Um, in case you were wondering about T.J. Watt and where his status was, uh, highly unlikely. Um <laughs> Is that is that a category? I thought there was, you know, just kind of like questionable, doubtful, out, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, highly unlikely is now a new one. <laughs> um, so we'll add that to the repertoire, right? Yeah, there you go. I think that's that. that yeah. So highly unlikely. That where would that fall? Is that is that is that is that out? Is that passed out? <laughs> or is that is that is that I, before doubtful and the, you know between doubtful and out? I think I think let's see it goes doubtful no questionable doubtful out so probably it's yeah. a step between doubtful and out mm-hmm. <laughs> you go from questionable to now doubtful to highly unlikely I think it's a greater emphasis on the doubtful part or is it like an all inclusive like is they're they're questionably doubtfully out <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I, you just nailed it. There you a, go. Yeah, it's a, it's a summation of it's a sum of all parts. <laughs> there like you whichever go. one you want to put it in, sure. But at the end of the day, they're all three. <laughs> exactly. Max, can you yeah. ever remember a position group getting hit so hard, such as the cornerbacks and secondary has suffered in this uh, first seven weeks of this season? I mean, that's been a lot of people hit with injuries in that secondary. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, the last time I remember this happening to a team was Atlanta. You remember Atlanta, like, three years ago? Like, where literally, like, their entire secondary was out, and then their second string all got injured, and, like, they were literally pulling guys off the street. I mean, I think that's probably <laughs> the closest one. <clears throat> but, man, it's like the bug just keeps biting. And and you notice he didn't even mention Akello Witherspoon. Yeah, he didn't go yeah. there at all. He went straight from the in-game injuries to the guys on IR. Did not mention the guys that are still active, just not practicing. So I think I think he is just 
done with even asking or answering questions about it. So he's like, well, if I don't say anything, they're not going to say it. They're not going to ask about it. So. <laughs> well, I feel I feel bad for Levi, man. I mean, Levi, he's out there, gets a concussion. Now it's a shoulder. You know, I mean, it's just sometimes you run through these spates in your career well, where it's like you can't stay healthy. I mean, I, I remember I was at, I don't know, somewhere around 34, between 30 and 40 starts in a row. And, and all of a sudden I got hit with – one after another, it just seemingly uh, it was like the body was just falling apart. You know, it was like, oh yeah, oh man, it was just, it was it was a really hard point in my career because it's like I can't stop hurting myself. No, I I I remember that as well for myself, Wolf. Um, <clears throat> my first year starting, you know, I remember I tore my labrum like week ten. Mm. Um. And that one, I was just like, hey, strap it up. I can't miss any time. And then in the midst of that, like week 13, I tore my meniscus. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not I'm not missing this. No, no, no. Mm. Um, and played through the entire that entire 05 season with those two injuries. You know, and it's tough. It is you tough. Know, thank, thank God it was I was a right tackle. It was my left arm. But you know, so it was my inside, so I had to be tighter anyway. So I wasn't really throwing the punches out there like that with my left, correct? Because I had to wear this this cuff over my over my bicep that's strapped mm. across my chest. Oh, so you know, so I did that. How did you, you scratch your and, nose? Could you scratch your nose with that thing, or your shoulder, well, or anything like that? No, I just use my right my right my right hand. <laughs> but if it's on the right side, it gets difficult. I know, is, is, but you have the, yeah, that's when you do that reverse angle scratch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. It's the reverse angle, but you know, but you just you figure out how to how how to work within your limitations, right? We always right. talk about that new hundred percent, like yeah. I mean, you know, it's like torn meniscus, torn labrum. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> it's good. I can I can I can go whatever my full go is, but you 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 do know what that. it's like, Monty Python. Yeah. When with the Black Knight, when, when he kept cutting oh, yeah. his arms and like, what are you gonna do? Bleed yeah. on me? Okay, we'll call yeah. it a draw. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it a draw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you just, now you fit, go like, away, you... or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> there you go. Wes is on the job. There it is. Wes is on the job. No, um, but I mean, but you just you figure it out, right? And then the following year, then I tore my other meniscus, <laughs> um, just to even out the limp. Know. Just to even it out because I because I waited till after the Super Bowl and I got my meniscus surgery in the right. offseason. So that was repaired by the time we got back to season. So it, did, it never affected playtime. And then we get all the way down to week 14. So now at this point, I have 34 straight starts, right? Yep. Um, we're down in Carolina. And in pregame warm-ups, I'm going around the field and oh, I'm doing, you know, because no. I like to do like, you know, little cut drills and stuff right. when I'm warming up just to work on redirects. And heard a pop uh, as I'm doing pregame warm up. It was inside the 90 minute window, so they could so they couldn't switch me out. So oh they're like, "Well, you still got to dress, and even though you popped your meniscus." And I'm like, "Well, if I'm dressing, I'm starting." Yeah, you know, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm like, going yeah, through just, with this, okay? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I got to put the whole if I got to put on the whole get up, you know, I'm go, I'm going through it. Um, and it was going up against Julius Peppers. And oh, that's just great. Like, Nothing to yeah, see here. Great. No worries there. Listen, so you better believe the intent that I had for us to be a run team that day and not a pass blocking <laughs> team was on high alert. I was like, oh, whatever I got to do to make sure that we keep running this, 
I was driving Peppers into the ground. I was finishing him. <laughs> I mean, one play we 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 had we had a um, we we had an outside zone. Okay. And I and I hooked, I hooked uh, Peppers. I drove him to the opposite hash. No kidding. On the, I, I was like, oh hell no! And he was like, he was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, you don't understand right now. Get off me! And I'm not telling you. Try what's and beat going the on. block. <laughs> Try and beat the block. <laughs> I ain't telling you what's going on. Yeah, man. I'm not telling you. Uh, we had a tray block, and and uh, he he had a explain night, the had tray a nice, block. So a tray block is is a double team block to the backside backer with the tight end. So we I'm, used to call so that I'm a the, dad block. Okay, dad block. So I was um so I was I was the I was the post guy, and Keith, and he Heath Heath was was the was the um was a knockover guy. And so I remember Heath gave me a nice, good knock, and I was like, oh, I got both of his shoulder pads, the, the chest plate of the shoulder pad. I know what to do here because I don't want to pass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, man, I clamped, and, I, and I, dump, I dumped peppers. Oh, he was pissed. Oh, man, he grabbed my face mask. He, he, he was trying to punch me. I was like, we, we got to it. But I was like, no, no, we are not. Yeah, that, that was probably one of Pepper's worst games of his career because I was – it was a straight backyard brawl. I was like, anytime I got hands on him, I'm twisting him. Uh, I'm trying to take him down. I'm trying to lay on top of him. Just just piss him off to where he's just too tired because he's like me. He's long-limbed. Like, yeah. he's a long, lanky dude. He was dude. a tremendous athlete, uh, unlike you and me. On the, yeah, the dude played on the Carolina basketball team. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Uh, he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's no way. I mean, you're, yeah, I was like, wait a second, you played on UNC and you played for UNC, right? You know, football and basketball. The guy's an athlete. I mean, and yeah. I used to train with. And here's the funny thing: I used to train with Pep in the off season. Oh, really? So, oh, no wonder he was so honked off at you. Oh, he was extra pissed. But I was like, remember when you dunked on me when we were doing our warm up drills? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Payback. Payback. There's, no, there's no rim here, bud. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, but, you know that used to go through it. That's the problem, you know. I mean, the injury stuff, and you know, you 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 can, and I don't care what most anybody says. Here's the thing: you there's always an injury bullet out there for you. You can't, yeah. you can't. I mean, you can train as hard as you want, which is your best defense against getting injured. Okay, but it does not guarantee anything. You know, injuries will come. Yeah. It's a violent sport. You get in positions where I remember when Mike Webster fell on my arm when I had my arm planted on the ground and I was trying to get up and and uh, hyperextended. I mean, I thought that thing was dis dislocated to a, another part of my body. You know, I mean, oh, you talk about pain. Well, the fathead Webby landed on my elbow. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! But you know, that's that's what happens. It just happens, you know. In, in the in the chaos of trench warfare in there, the the trench battles, you know, it it gets a little bit the uh, boom. You know, it's a little bit bad. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. Because because that's what that's what it's going to be. It's going to be something that's going to that's going to hinder a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean. When you're talking about injury and when you talk about friendly fire, um, you know, it's tough to get up, but yet you can't show pain, right? I mean, that's one of oh, the you things. You never bleed you in front of anybody. Yeah, you never bleed in front of anybody, so you want to make sure that you go and you try and hold it off as much as possible, even though you know that you need probably some help somewhere, right? Right. <laughs> it's like, but at the end of the day, you try and do the best that you can, um, 
and just make sure that you can do the most with what's available. And if you can't go, you know, it's a tough thing, but you got to, you know, sometimes you got to admit it to help the team. You got to, you got to be in the best place for your team. Um, but we, we do it all. All of us go through those pains and those ills. Some positions, you know, the injuries are more detrimental than others. Like a hamstring for a DB or a wide receiver is way more detrimental than a hamstring to us. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We can't giddy up as much, but you can. But I mean, if you're a guard, you can you can fake it in some areas, right, to get through it and get it taped and just keep the hamstring tight, you know, so that it's just close. But you know, for a receiver, when you're sprinting, that that's a lot different. A DB, you're sprinting and you're twisting and you're turning, you know, to run with the receiver and mirror his movements, and you're in a backpedal, different. But for us. A forearm or an elbow is a lot more detrimental than maybe to a receiver or a DB, right? Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's where it is. Like certain position groups, like certain injuries, are more. Because you're like, oh man, it's just, it's just this. Oh, it's turf toe. Like, now, have you tried playing on turf toe? Oof. Exactly. Oof. Exactly. Imagine your, imagine your, your, your big toe feeling like it's literally locked in cement, and you're trying to do anything athletic. Rolling over the foot is just. Yeah, off, off your because for an offensive lineman, that's it's all about being on your toes. You know yeah, what I mean, you're rolling off your toes, yeah. whether it's forwards or backwards. Well, you know, you're putting pressure on that on that joint. Let's not forget the great Jack Lambert. That's he he dislocated his big toe. That that's ended his career. You know, I mean, yeah. that that kind of stuff. That's that's pretty brutal stuff. There ain't no doubt about it. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, so it, it's tough, but you know, we we hey, but at the end of the day, Wolf, we we figure it out. We figure, we figure it, out. it out. Well, you figure out if you're hurt or you're injured, and, and once you make that designation, then you move on from there. <laughs> well, as Mike as Mike Webster once said to me, he goes, "You never, you, you don't, you never bleed in front of the opponent." He goes, "The thing about it is, don't give the son of a pup." And he used other language. Don't give the son of a pup the the, the satisfaction. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, exactly. Yeah, Absolutely you know, what I mean, not. it is what it is. Uh, you get back, you get back to the huddle, you go to the sidelines or whatever, but you don't give them the satisfaction of watching you bleed out there, you know. And I'm not talking about just a cut. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. No, it, it's like, hey, I, I'm not going to bleed. I'm not going to faint. I'll tell you one last quick one before we go to break. Right. AFC Championship game, 2009. Right. Okay. Um, we're playing the Ravens. In Baltimore play, or here? No, it was the one. It was the one here. It was the AFC okay. Championship. Oh game yeah, gotcha. Where we went to Tampa. Right. Um, second play of the game, Trevor Price like knifed inside, and I went to cut him off on a backside cutoff. Mm-hmm. And he like when he because when he rips through, he I mean he's a violent rip. He hit me in my knee mm. and then rolled onto the back of my knee. Oh. So I oh, oh, so oh. I tore I, so I tore my LCL. Oh. <clears throat> second play of the game. I'm screaming in pain, and and you know because it's like it's like a pile up on the backside, right? And so I get back up to the huddle. I'm like, you know, messing with my knee and everything. Well, Suggs sees that Terrell Suggs, right? And did you know the rest of the game, this dude would, if it was on the backside or anything near me, he would fall and try and log roll into my knees. Oh yeah, I I'm not oh, surprised it, it, by that at all. Yeah, I mean, and so. And so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, first of all, you know, this is uncharacteristic. Like Suggs wants to be up top. He wants to evade, right. you know what I'm saying? He, he wants to hit you with a long arm stab. And he's doing like all of these things to purposely 
to purposely go after, you know what I'm saying, like my my knee. And I'm like, what the, like what is wrong with this dude? So then I finally I get him uh, on a play, and I take him down. I'm like, I'm like man, what's your problem? He's like, he's like, oh, I found a weakness. And that's all he said. I was like, yep. oh, crap. So then I go to the sideline. This is before we had blue tents. Um, and I went down in the tunnel. And I was like, no, I said, you got to you got to wrap this knee up. I was like, even though I had like knee braces on, I was like, you got to wrap this knee up. But it was a neoprene sleeve. And so they, t- they so they wrapped me and then we went in at halftime. And I stood on top of the table. Now, mind you, standing on top of an athletic training table is a uh, is a tough task in cleats and also being six foot eight. Yeah, but I stand up there. not to mention the 300, <clears throat> 300 plus pounds that you know. Yeah. standing on the table. and and so you know I had, had with twenty five pounds of equipment on too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the, the so we, I, you know I pulled my pants down um, to my knees and they did like this cross hip down my knee wrap. Ooh, ooh. It was like the craziest wrap just to get me to get through the game. And obviously yeah. we won. And then I had to sit out the whole week with the LCL. But we got the game day. I literally was wrapped like a mummy in Super Bowl. Yep. Like my left leg was wrapped from my thigh, from the upper part of my hip all the way through an actual ankle wrap. Oof. So the only exposed skin I had on my left appendage leg were my toes. Oh, my goodness. That was it. So I, pl- so I, pl- and I played the whole Super Bowl with that torn LCL. Um, and it was just it – w- it was wild – that, but but once again, Terrell Suggs saw it and he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and ta-. he was trying to take me out the game, and he and he, and I knew it and he knew it and I wouldn't give him that satisfaction, but I was pissed. So anywho, on that note, I'll tell you what I'm not I'm not pissed about I'm not pissed <laughs> about going to break right now. Let's go to break because I think we should talk a little plus and minus when we come back. You know, I like that idea. Let's do plus and minus. Right here in the locker room on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, we're back in the locker room. And, of course, one of the things, Max, that I uh, was talking about just when we were going to break there is the fact that, you you know, a team, your overall general health is kind of summed up to me in your plus minus. Now, it's not always true, and it's not always the single – it's certainly not the single barometer about the health of your offense, defense, that sort of thing. But you take a look at this, and the Steelers are at a minus two, all right, and the Eagles are at a plus 12. And you like go, oh, but you think how quickly things like that can change because if you go back to just this past game, if the Steelers had squeezed the Charmin on four interceptions and hadn't thrown three, I mean, it could have been totally different. So, I mean, there's a lot of factors that roll in here, but certainly the Eagles are they're six and zero, and they're six and zero for a reason. Okay, so the fact is, yeah. So you know Wes, <laughs> because we're stepping here. We lost Max again. I think uh, they might have more internet problems there. But certainly the thing about plus and minuses that ra- those ratios give you an idea of how the Eagles are doing. Because if you are taking the ball away much more than you're giving the ball away, you're a pretty healthy group 
and a plus 12 is outstanding. I, I don't care how you dial that in. Any way you look at that, that's just outstanding. This is a defensive unit that's got 15 sacks and they got nine picks. Um, this is a group that really is uh, doing well, and, and they've got some outstanding cornerbacks there. I mean, think about it. you got nine picks here in only seven weeks. Uh, great googly moogly. That's a lot there, Wes. No, it certainly is. Uh, it's a good team. It's a team that doesn't have a ton of weaknesses on paper or anything like that. Um, you know, I actually I did a radio appearance last night with my old friends in, in Philadelphia, and man, yeah, just kind of hashing Philly? through it all What's with them. What's the matter with you? Uh, it, you, you really you really realize how balanced <laughs> that roster is. But yeah, they they've got some ball hawks in the secondary. They take care of the football on offense, and and you've really got to be buttoned up in that regard. No doubt about it. And certainly, this is a defense and a team that uh, they are buttoning it up. Uh, you know, okay, Max, are you there, buddy? Okay, we're still efforting Max. No, I, oh, can you hear me? there you are. Okay, there you, you are. What happened, yeah, bud? I I don't know. It, it's it's with this new wire. Okay, like it's very sensitive when it's in the microphone out. Okay, so I keep having to adjust it to make sure it stays in because it it pops in and out. Oh my so. goodness! Do you got technical difficulties here, my friend? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All this newfangled science and technology and. <laughs> It won't stand the microphone, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> of all things, the yeah, stupid exactly. Jack. That's the yeah. fact, Jack. Yeah, exactly. That's the fact. The Jack is whack. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. So plus yeah. or minus, you look at this, you know, and what I was just describing was the oh, the overall health of a team, it, it really is somewhat summarized in the plus and minus. You know, you look at that, yeah. and, and it's it, it gives you an indicator. It's not the be-all, end-all by any means. That's for sure. But a plus 12 indicates you're pretty healthy. Yeah, it, it does. It does, and ugh, especially when you're talking about it, going up against a team like the Eagles, it, it is not a, it's not fun to look at the plus and minus against them. No, they're at plus 12. This is a group. you got 15 sacks, nine picks. They got some fumbles and everything else that they're picking up. And, you know, this this is a defense that are going to swarm you, tackle you, uh, tackle you, hit you, all that sort of stuff. And they've got an offensive component weaponry to them that, that you know, with Jalen Hurts, the guy the guy does the – guy, the guy can hurts you in many ways. I'm sorry. That's low-hanging fruit. But, you know, exactly. nobody does low-hanging fruit like I do. Exactly. I, I mean, he, he delivers a Hurts donut. <laughs> I like that. Very good. After Can, the loss, you like hurts, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Now, I, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I thought that was funny, but yeah. no, it's all right. <laughs> you you kind of left hooked me there. A little Joe yeah. Frazier action. Yeah, you know, exactly. When you're looking at the right, yeah. you forgot Here about the left. left. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you, you take a look at these guys, and, and, the, and the fact is, you know, they, they, they have ball security. They protect the ball. They take away the ball. Um, it's going to be ball security is going to be a huge thing. Think about it. You know, that's one of the things I'm shit already that uh, Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett are having serious conversations along with uh, Mike Tomlin and, you know, Mitch Trubisky and everybody. You, the ball security is of prime, prime importance this weekend. Uh, you, you have to because you look at – and you got two ball hawks between Darius Slay and C.J. Gardner-Johnson that have three INTs apiece. Yeah. So when, when you just think about that part of it, Pick your poison as far as how you want to go uh, about going up against them because you got, you know, a corner and a strong safety that, that are leading your team in interceptions. 
um, you have to be on your P's and Q's, and you have to make sure that, you know, if you're Kenny Pickett, you're selling the play action fake a la Tua, right? Right. <laughs> you know, yes. You've got you've got to you've got to move those guys so that you get the one on one situations that you're looking for, and they're not playing closed. You know, uh, what we call um, middle closed or middle open. Um, you want to make sure that if it's closed, if you have two safeties, you know, on the hashes sitting there in, in what would be a zone coverage. Right. Open is when you have the single high. So there you go. Knowing when it's open and knowing when it's closed is key. And if they're also the post-snap initial ID to make sure that what you saw in pre-snap is what you see post-snap. Exactly. And, and there in, there's a rub right there. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you've, got, you've got to be on your P's and Q's because they're going to try and hide and mask and, and throw smoke at you because you're a rookie quarterback. And because the athletes at this level can do that. College, not so much, right? Right. You can go split guys out extra wide, and you can get guys to declare sooner. Uh-uh-uh. Wider hashes mean less space, and guys know how to work in space. So now you have to be more crafty in your approach as a QB to get them in a place that they don't want to be, but it's where you want them to be. So it's imperative that you work on that as far as this week because that plus, that plus 12 is is a heck of a number. And it's really the true number for this matchup is 14. Okay. You realize what that is? No. It's a 14 turnover differential oh. between <laughs> us and them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, again, math never being my strong suit. Yeah. Math, which I've flunked twice, as you know. So you hit me yeah. with math. Oh, okay. Thanks, yeah, bud. Yeah. So 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 we get hit. So we we are negative two, which means <laughs> we've given away two more than we've taken away. And they have taken away twelve more than they have given, given away. away. Yes. So that's why we get to the number fourteen. So it is imperative to be extra safe and judicious with the football because this team is predicated when you think about their record when you think about where this team is being undefeated and have it, have having an awesome you know 6 and 0 start the last undefeated team in the NFL it's because of those things and because they do have an electric offense that tries to beat you to submission in the first half but we're not going to get on that just yet. We'll, we'll, we'll handle no. that later in but the week. I got I got to break it in is. just before we go to break because we got Jim Wexel coming up at the top of the hour from Steel City. The Wexinator. Yes. Yeah, the Wex. Oh, the Wexinator. I like that. But the, but the fact was, I could have sworn I just heard Mr. Stark's neighborhood going on there for a moment. We, <laughs> <laughs> instead of Mr. Rogers, we got Mr. Starks. I love that little, oh, yes, because we took the ball away, kids. Twelve more times. Yeah. Then, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Exactly. Good. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, that's how we get to 14. But anyways, we're going to step aside because we don't want to wait 14 minutes to get Jim Wexel on. We want him on at the top of the power hour, Wolf. Yes. Here on the locker room. With Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 